Welcome to Pushing Forward with Alicia, a podcast that gives disability a voice. Each week, we will explore topics like confidence, ambition, resilience, and finding success against all odds. We are creating a collective community that believes that all things are possible for all people. Open hearts, clear paths, let's go. Welcome back to Pushing Forward with Alicia. I'm Alicia Anderson. It's Black History Month. It's February. One word to describe our next guest is vibrant. She is a beautiful tapestry of women empowerment. She is a keynote speaker. She is a fashion model. She's an empowerment coach. She's a self-love advocate. She has founded an organization called Born to Rise. She's built her platform on self-love and resiliency and grief and bullying. She was diagnosed with vitiligo when she was 18, and she's got an absolutely amazing story, Aisha Robinson. Can you talk about the intersection of your vibrant, beautiful identity? I always have trouble answering this question because I still kind of feel like I'm trickling in finding out who I am at my core. It changes a lot throughout because of the way how I was brought up. The school that I went to in elementary, I was the only Black girl in my grade and in the entire school, I was the the third. Uh, So that led to self-identity issues, a little bit of self-hate, not loving the skin color I was in, then going to high school with that lack of confidence because I wasn't super comfortable in my skin. But it's a school now where it's more diverse. There's people that look at me but are Black and proud. And I did not know what that meant, how to be Black and proud. So I would often be called whitewash. I wasn't secure in who I am. So for a long time, I was just really insecure in myself. And of course, at 18, I was diagnosed with vitiligo, um, which basically took me back to the days where I was bullied for being Black. Now I'm being judged for being Black and White. For people that don't know, vitiligo is an underlying skin condition where you're, you're, you lose the pigment in your skin. So if you know Winnie Harlow, she's a famous fashion model. She has it herself. I have it around my eyes, underneath my nose, on my hands, elbows, and on my feet. So this started with a white, small white spot. And over time, it grew to what it is today. And I struggled with self-love. I struggled with confidence. I struggled with mental health, with uh, suicidal ideation. After an epiphany, a a crucial moment that happened, I decided to say enough is enough. I need to love myself. So who am I today? I'm Aisha. I am somebody that stands proud for people being who they are, being unique, living true to their authentic self and spreading love and kindness to all. I know you're doing a lot of really important work with resiliency and self-love. And specifically bullying, which I think is so important in mental health. How is that translating on the stage today? 
So I often love to go into the high schools and the elementary schools to teach them the lessons that I did not know when I was younger. I didn't, we didn't talk about self-love. What's self-love? I just recently learned that, right? So I find it's really important to teach the youth from a young age how important and the impact that it will have if you love yourself. Because if you do, then you're not going to worry too much about what other people think because you know who you are. You know that you're smart. So what people are saying about you, the negativity, it's just a reflection and a projection off of them to how they truly feel within themselves. So this is a message that I spread throughout elementary schools, high schools, along with bullying. Um, how I was bullied in elementary school for being Black. Remind you that I did not have it go in elementary. I was just a Black girl. So the importance of diversity and, you know, not making fun of something that you don't know and how kindness can go a long way. As simple as just a smile, smiling at someone can make someone's day. You know, when I was insecure about having vitiligo and I'd see a stranger just smile at me and literally made it my whole day. I'm like, oh my gosh, this person's not judging me. They're seeing me for who I am. So it's just me reiterating the importance of the cliche comments that we would make, like uh, treat people how you would want to be treated. Even in taking it st one step back, looking you in the eye, I think that that is so important. And that is a big, that has always been a big thing for me too. If somebody just looks me in the eye and then actually gives a smile, what a, what yeah. an open door to start to understand something new. Exactly. You know, I, I face people looking away from me or giving me the stares, but also continuing it with the whispers. And it makes you feel a type of way, right? And then sometimes they go even further and be like, oh, what's up with your skin? At that point, I don't want to engage with you because I know you're judging me. When someone's looking me in the eye and I can see the, the genuine intrigue that they have to know, okay, like, hey, I've never seen someone like you. What is it that you have? Then I'm more willing to open up. It is actually pretty shocking some of the blatant things that random stranger like what's up with your skin like how is that even a way to approach a human being on top of a lot of other things that were actually quite shocking what is the advice honestly it's I feel like they just need to go back to being a child and all I can say is just kindness that's the first thought that comes to mind is if this was your daughter would you want this would you want someone to treat your daughter like this you know what I mean? Really putting yourself in the other person's shoes and saying, hey, if I looked different, would I want somebody to say the comment that I just made to her? We yeah. really need to all, we take the time to put ourselves in somebody else's shoe and understand the experiences that they might be going through. I totally, I 100% agree as well. You're listening to Pushing Forward with Alicia, and we will be right back. If you're an employer looking to motivate and inspire your team through the power of diversity and inclusion and learn more about disability inclusion in the workplace and how to include disability into your DEI efforts, please check out my keynote speech offerings on aliciaanderson.com. That's A-L-Y-C-I-A Anderson with an O.com. Click on speaking. Welcome back to Pushing Forward with Alicia. I'm Alicia Anderson. It's Black History Month. Our guest is Aisha Robinson. We're celebrating all kinds of accomplishments and historical events and amplifying the power in your path. 
How have you become such a strong, empowered Black woman? I easily get inspired. For example, you inspire me with your story, with you not only spreading a message or spreading awareness, um, but the confidence that you exude Mm -hmm. and you letting people know that, hey, it's okay if you have a disability. It's your superpower. So anyone that has a superpower, a uniqueness, that's what inspires me to continue. I don't like to say that I have a role model because I believe that we can all be a role model in our own right. So there's nobody that I look at and I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, this is the person I aspire to be, right? Um, Especially because now when you go more, when you do more digging, their values don't always align with their values. The work that they're putting out does not always align with who they show up to be on the internet. So with that being said, I do love Tread Shelton. I feel like there's so many commonalities in our stories in the sense of uh, him losing his mom and speaking on grief, uh, him reaching out to the students, his friend to suicide, me being somebody that attempted suicide. So there's so much alignment in our stories. So I often look to him and the way how he shares his message. That gives me confidence to continue sharing my message. For Black History Month, I believe that it's such a powerful and a great opportunity to educate others on the importance of it. But to me, Black History Month is every month because that's who I am. So for me, I did not even realize this until the the killing of George Floyd. I was somebody that would walk around and say, see no color. And that was because I didn't want to be judged. I didn't want people to see me with somebody with vitiligo. So I wanted people to put their shades on and not judge me for the way my skin looked until I had a conversation with my friend, a a very strong black woman that advocates for, for black woman. And I was like, you know what? you're completely right. For me to say, see no color, I'm saying, don't see black people. Don't see people of, that are of Asian, of Asian descent. Don't see people with disabilities. And that's the most beautiful part in this world is our uniqueness, is the, the shades, the different shades we come, we come in, the different ethnicities, the different cultures. So if we were to all be colorblind, then what is there to, to see the beauty in? Black History Month is important for me to, well, it's a time for me to dedicate it to learn about my own culture, about my own ancestors. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about Born to Rise Foundation. So Born to Rise is a nonprofit organization that I started back in 2015. So this is at a time when I was finally being comfortable in my skin um, and I was seeing the importance of sharing your story. That's when I had my first speaking engagement and I realized the impact of me sharing my message, how, uh, how it could change someone's lives or someone's point of view or how they viewed other people. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to provide a platform for other people to share their story. Vitiligo is my story, and maybe only people with vitiligo can relate, 
But if I give a platform for other people going through their own adversities, then I can touch the masses because there's going to be one story that resonates with someone. So right now it is a Montreal-based show that we have. Um, it's raw speakers. So they're not people that are trained to speak. It's literally, it could be your next door neighbor that are coming out and being vulnerable and sharing their experience to inspire you to overcome your own adversity. The big goal is to take it, uh, take it on an international tour where we give other people the platform to share their stories and we come together as a unit, unity to, to unite on storytelling, sharing our adversities and being uplifted by others that risen above something that you might be going through. I love it. When was Born to Rise, for lack of better words, born? <laughs> 2015, then because of the pandemic, we only started back up last year in 2023. So we didn't have a show for 20, the la 2020, we didn't have a show, 2021, we didn't have a show, and 2022, we didn't have a show. I love the format because it feels like almost like an open mic for speakers, like come, do you, share your platform, share your advocacy, share your message and see how it resonates. And I, I think that that's an amazing, beautiful format and opportunity for other for speakers who are new or not to step on stage and have an experience. I think that's really awesome. 95% of our speakers never spoke in front of an audience of 500 people. So let alone you speaking for the first time in front of a crowd like that, but being vulnerable on top of it as well, you know, and sharing your experience. But what I love about it is that afterwards, after the speakers share their story, it's them coming up to me and saying, wow, that changed my life. And them wanting to continue to share their message. That's the beauty in it for the speakers. And then obviously for the audience, it's them being inspired. And, you know, there's hope for them now to be like, oh, okay. If that person was able to overcome it, then I can too. So what's your, what's your North Star? Like, what are you dreaming of the most? I truly believe that I am here to inspire. So I want to get on as much stages as possible to share my message. I want to even help people, coach people to fall back in love with themselves because we weren't born to hate ourselves. We learned that over time. It's instilled in us. Um, so for uh, people to get back to that toddler stage of themselves where life was carefree and that was because they had pure love and pure joy I want to take people back to that so that is that's my goal that's my mission is to just pour myself into others you are such a beautiful person okay so we're gonna put all of your information on the show notes where to get involved with Born to Rise how to follow you on all your social media where to book you to speak Maybe we'll, maybe you and I will share the stage. I think we need to make oh my God, that would be amazing. That yes. would be amazing. I think we could do something really cool. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to put you on the spot for one last thing. At the end of the show, we always do a pushing forward moment, a mantra, advice, something that you could share with our audience to motivate them to push forward in their own path. Do you have a little nugget? I would say to remember that you were born to rise. It doesn't matter what adversity you're going through. It doesn't matter what setbacks 
Know that you weren't born to fail. You weren't born to stay at the bottom. You were born to rise above it. And if you remember that, you will find the will and the power from within, because that's where it comes from, to continue and to rise. Ugh, born to rise. I've got chills all the way up and down, <laughs> down to my toes, and I can't even feel my toes. Like, all over. Thank you so much for sharing your magic today on this podcast with me. I am so thrilled. You're absolutely amazing. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you so much to our listeners for showing up this week for this conversation. This is Pushing Forward with Alicia, and that is literally how we roll on this podcast. If you're an employer looking to motivate and inspire your team through the power of diversity and inclusion and learn more about disability inclusion in the workplace and how to include disability into your DEI efforts, please check out my keynote speech offerings on aliciaanderson.com. That's A-L-Y-C-I-A Anderson with an O dot com. Click on speaking.